So, now we come to late morning and noontime, discussing Sripad Vishwana Chakvati Thakur's revelations with regard to the day in life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we left off earlier this morning discussing the morning pastimes. And we heard how Vishnu Devi has prepared a wonderful feast like Radhika herself would prepare for Krishna. And all the Parshad's associates of Mahabharata have taken Prashad, have heard Bhagavatam. See how their morning schedule is just like our schedule, schedule like Prabhupada gave. Hmm? Think about it. You wake the deity in the morning, goes for bathing, dressing, Bhagavat discussion, Prashad. So every day this is taking place in, 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 in the mouth, in the temple, or in your home. And this is taking place in the Jalila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, as I've said on other occasions, the archan, the deity worship, it is a, it is a symbolic representation of service in the Leela, service proper, in a sense. The Lord has come as the deity in a form to accept service from us in our conditioned life, he accepts from offerings from these senses uh, and purifies our senses. And as we become purified through archan, then the mind becomes peaceful, the heart becomes cleansed. The mind will become peaceful when the heart is clean. Just like you yourselves have a practical experience if you, if you do, if you do the right thing, if you're honest, you feel peaceful. There's some power in that. You did the right thing, you feel some, some power and some serenity, some confidence. So when the heart becomes cleansed, the mind becomes peaceful. And the implication is that, that, that to that extent, then the deity who is actually in the heart, they said that the Paramatma is in the heart of everyone, but for the devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who's pursuing uh, the ideals of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be in the heart, Radha Govinda in the heart, Nitkar and Nityananda in the heart, Ram and Krishna in the heart. 
They come and take the seat there. Maybe you've seen the picture. Hanuman tearing apart his heart to find Sita and Ram inside. So Paramatma is there for the general people to direct their wanderings. But if they turn to the Lord in the heart, in the form of his manifestation as the Guru, outside the heart, Mahanta Guru, and go, that means to say, to God in a systematic way, step by step, with guidance, then the Lord of your heart, your Ishta Devata, coming through your Guru Parampara in the mantra that the Guru has given, the deity of the mantra, he takes his place in the heart. And by the grace of the Guru, he appears outside in the form of the deity. And as we to become purified by worshipping the deity and doing Nam Kirtan, the mind becomes peaceful, that Lord makes his appearance in the heart. And then all those things you're doing in the deity worship will go on inside. So the deity worship, the archan, is a, is, a, is a symbolic, so to speak, representation of the Lord and his leela, and we conduct the worship really in accordance with the leela. These things are not separated. One is a symbol of the other. Offer with the mantra, idam machuniyam lingorayanama. And then the leela will actually bring the water. Hmm? give it to the Lord for his mouthwash and, and so on. So, we heard that uh, the Lord's morning leela is, is, as I'm saying, very analogous to the very morning program that we have in in, in uh, the various moths of Gaudiya Vaishnava, Vision, Nasaraswat, Gaudiya Guru Parampara, Bhaktivinoda Paribhara. So all these are aids for for what Krishna consciousness is about, it's about Krishna consciousness. <laughs> to become conscious of Krishna. Like I said, as sadhakas, we should be semi-conscious of our daily dealings to the point that they go on just out of habit. They are really a habit. The karmic influence, at least in our life, is a habit. Hmm? A habit that the jiva acquires in relation to material nature. Bad habit. <laughs> so, what sh- that should go on as we advance in Krishna consciousness, we make progress in our practice. That should be going on almost without thinking about it. If you're a household, you have to work and go through the motions and so forth. But inside, another life, real life is going on. We should see that we make progress on the inner landscape, that we are sadhakas, that's what we are, practitioners. We're not in the world, we're not out of it yet. But we're in it in a way that will give us release from material existence. Or better yet, enable us to enter into material existence with the proper understanding of what everything is, how it all is connected to Krishna. In one sense, Gaudiya Vaishnavism the renunciation of Gaudiya Vaishnavism is an interim, moving away from the world so that we may see it objectively for what it is, the world of sense enjoyment, hmm? and how it appears to be enjoyment, but actually it leads only to suffering. 
misery. As we step back and can see objectively, if we're too close and we are subjectively involved, we can't get an objective take on it. So by stepping back, that's what we call bairagya, renunciation. And we see it clearly. And with good guidance, we also see not only that the objects of senses are not for our enjoyment, but that there is an enjoyer. Same principle that we discussed earlier about controller. We're not the controller. We shouldn't conclude there is no controller. If we're not the enjoyer. We shouldn't conclude there is no proper enjoyer. No, God's the enjoyer. So everything for God's service. Then we can enter fully back into the world, but be untouched by it. But don't try to do that artificially. <laughs> the world will take, will, 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 will consume you. This is for those who have passed through that stage of renunciation. So we should have some healthy renunciation in our lives. So in this way, we should be alert, active and alert in terms of our inner life and its culture. And that is Krishnanushilanam, the culture of Krishna consciousness to, to become absorbed in thoughts of Krishna. So all these are aids for that. So after the morning program, then what do we do? Well, when I was a young brahmacharya in uh, Prabhupada's mission, after the morning program, we would go for Sankirtan. So we we would go into, go into the streets and perform kirtan and distribute the books and in the dynamic sense of of kirtan for eight to nine hours a day. That was our pastime. This is Mahaprabhu's pastime. Here Krishna says what? Puvana samaya shuklambara adi bhakato ghade. He says. Mahaprabhu, all his friends have assembled, as we've heard, in the courtyard. Prashadam has been taken, Bhagavad has been heard. Now, out into the streets, perform kirtan. He will go to his friend's house, Shuklambar. Shuklambar Brahmachari. Is, uh, was a, a, a very simple devotee. He was a Brahman, very, lived very simply, and he was a Brahmachari. And he would go from house to house and beg rice that had been broken. And so that would be separated out. And the long grain rice would be cooked and separated rice, uh, broken pieces. So he would ask the pe people for that begging as a Brahmin. Then he would collect it in a sack. Then he would take the sack home and then he would cook that and offer it to to Krishna, and this is how he would eat. Mahaprabhu was very charmed by his standard of renunciation and simplicity. The people didn't know that he was such a great devotee. Mahaprabhu, of course, knew. He knew him from his previous leela. And Shiva Sangam, one night, he called for him. He said, give me that rice. You've got rice in your bag. I want that. Ushuklamba said, I can't give you this. This is your... So holy, Bhagwan, this is shipped rice. Said, what do you mean? You gave it to me before. I'm taking it again. He reached in the bag and took it. Hmm? Know who I am and know who you are, he told. Previously, you came to Dwarka to visit me. 
and you had a bag of chipped rice. You didn't think I was worthy of that, but I ate that. Don't you remember? You and I are friends forever, eternal friends. Now as I've come here, so you have come also in this Leela. He goes to Shuklambar's house, friends like this. And from Shuklambar's house to Sridhar's house, another friend, Sakha in, 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 in Krishna Leela, in the Braja Leela. Nijay, uh, what does he say? Bhakata Ghanera Ghare. He goes from house to house of his different <coughs> devotees. And when he goes to Shuklambar's house, first along the Ganga Delta there, he sees so many cows coming and young cowherds herding them. And Mahaprabhu goes into the uh, uh, forenoon leela of Krishna in the Braj. When he goes on Kirtan from his house with Nityananda Prabhu, Gadadhar, and so many others to the house of Suklambar, it is like the gopi said, Akshanvatam Phalam. What is it? Akshanvatam Phalam Midam Naparam Vidhama. They say, oh, when Krishna and Ram enter into the forest, we think Akshnufalam, Param. This is the supreme exercise of the eyes, sight to see, to see them accompanied by their parasyas, their, their friends, and Pashu, their animals, the cows, and some buffaloes. To enter into the forests, playing their flutes, we think there's no better exercise, no better uh, 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 use of the eyes, no more beautiful thing could ever be seen than this. Mm-hmm. And Mahabharata's kirtan is like that. From the house, from Sachi's house, she's watching that, and tears pouring down her eyes, her cheeks from her eyes, streaming and streaming, just like Jashodamai. When those cowherds in the morning, after milking, meeting Krishna at home, as we discussed, milk cow milking, hmm? Krishna's uh, uh, breakfast, Krishna takes rest, as Mahaprabhu took rest after his meal, a nap. Cowherds go home, Subal will go to his house, maybe some Subal, Madhu Mongol will stay, Sridham will go home, other cowherds and all their assistants will go. Hmm? And they'll lie on their beds and all their devotees will worship them. Hmm? Who have come into the Leela through those Parshadas, those, those eternal associates. Hmm? And then they'll all come back to Krishna's house, to Nandagram. And all the, all the boys wanting to, wanting to get out and leave home, mothers are dressing and decorating them. And they just, any sound they hear, they think, oh, Krishna's already gone. He's already taken the cows. Mothers can hardly restrain them. With great enthusiasm they come. And with great enthusiasm, then dancing and leaping, they're ready to enter into the forest. And cows are ready too. Mm. This is their opportunity to spend the whole day. And the whole forest, the trees are bowing and offer their fruits and flowers, inviting them. At this time of the day, the forest comes alive completely. It came alive when Radha and Krishna woke by the, orchest- uh, by the uh, um, management of Devi, as we heard. Then it goes back to sleep when Radha and Krishna go home. Now Krishna's about to come back into the forest. And he'll be there sporting with his friends and the cow for eight or nine hours. 
and Mother Yashoda, Nanda Maharaj, all the elders, and all who will be left behind in the village. I cannot fathom the idea of being without a Christian now for eight or nine hours. Mother Yashoda will weep and weep and say, you cannot go, you're too young. Krishna and his friends will give replies to defeat her. And every day this is going on. Every day it's a huge affair. <laughs> Krishna's going and going again, cowherding. And no shoes. You, at least you have to take some shoes. There are thorns in the forest and sharp stones. He says, I cannot wear shoes, cowherding. And besides that, oh, the forest is very, very friendly. The paths are very soft. There are some chamari deers and they sweep the paths with their tails. Hmm? And make it very, very nice for walking on. Hmm? You don't have to worry. Or you have to take some food with you. Hmm? He just ate a huge feast, of course. And arranged something for Danishta to take some, um, something extra that Radha has cooked here to meet you in the in the forest. In Balaram, you take care of him, protect him. Sri on this one side, Subal stand on that side, surround him. There are so many problems in the forest. Anything could happen. Please take very <laughs> close care of him. Vatsalya Rasa just pouring out of her heart. Parental love for God just pouring out of her heart. Meanwhile, that's, that Sakya Rasa that is not compatible with Vatsalya. Hmm? It's trying to drag him away into the forest. Hmm? Not compatible in the sense the mother wants him to stay home. Who are, who are those boys you're with? <laughs> What's her name? Hmm? What are their names? <laughs> hmm? What do their parents do? <laughs> so there's some surface incompatibility between these, these two sentiments. And Gopi Bhav also incompatible with Vatsalya, very compatible with Sakyarasa, mm -hmm. but not with Vatsalya Rasa. <coughs> Gopis are there, they're seeing him going, but they're looking for some hint, somehow or other, from Madhu Mangal or Subal, <laughs> some Priyanarma Sakha, moving their eyebrows in a certain way, making a gesture, Krishna, making a gesture, that there will be some meeting hmm? through sign language of ecstasy. Hmm? They're making some rendezvous plans. Hmm? Intelligent people like Subal, very, very, so bright, learned, knows all moral principles, hmm? good advisor of Krishna, or Madhumangal the Brahman. Hmm? They can understand uh, the messages and, and the feelings, the mind of Krishna in this regard. Hmm? And all the Sakis, uh, friends of Radha, they can understand her mind hmm, perfectly. So, some, this is really why he's going in the forest. This is like the, the, the main reason, to meet with Radha. And so he, and he goes, and then he tenders to all of the servants in the forest, the trees and the birds and the bees, and the, 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 the floor, flowers are, 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 are blooming all seasons at once. Hmm? Scents and sight of, uh, for the uh, color of the flowers, so so beautiful. Hmm? And after some time, taking the cows to different uh, forests for grazing 
and engaging in so many wonderful sports with his friends, wrestling matches and inventing games. Hmm? Mahaprabhu will also invent a game hmm? in the madness as Nimai Pandit along the bank of the Ganges. He'll say to his friends, you see these bird prints? Prints of the bird in the sand on the way to the Ganga. So they make up a game on the spot. You have to trace the whoever can trace the, count the count the the prince hmm? and get to the Ganga first is the winner. Like this, they make a sport. So Krishna is constantly and similarly inventing games in the in the forest and playing. Hmm. Krishna says, Premara Aveshe, Abhashahoi, Vividavilasha Kori. With regard to Mahaprabhu's parallel Leela, he's doing Sankirtan. Vividavilasha Kori. Vividavilasha Kori means so many uh, diverse pastimes. Hmm? So as Krishna is inventing so many games, Mahaprabhu is performing Sankirtan. And inside that Kirtan of Nam, all these games are found. Hmm? Such possibilities lie. Umhava was going to the Krishna Leela. And those who are with him, they are going in their respective forms appropriate for Krishna Leela. And then, uh, in the midst of the forest, some gopis arrive. Rupa Manjari comes. Other gopis bring some prasad for Krishna, some bhoga. Krishna and further arranging the details of the rendezvous. They will come, Krishna will sense their presence, Manu Mangal, Subal, they will know they are, they are there. So some excuse must be made now hmm, to meet with them. Krishna is with so many friends and Balaram. So Manu Mangal, very genius fellow, he will uh, come up with some excuse for Krishna to leave the main group with a select group of friends who are privy to his romantic life and involved in that, assist him in that. The rest of the group will remain with, remain with Balram. Hmm? Manu will say something like, Oh, you know, I had an appointment with the astrologer. Hmm? And he's a, uh, you know I'm a student of astrology, and he's a very, uh, just in, in the brudge for the first time, he's only here for the day. And I forgot about it, and I, have to, I want to go. And Chris says, well, I would like to go along. <laughs> and uh, yes, Madam Mongo says, surely, everyone will want to go. But Chris says, yes, but he's a big, important man. I don't think it would be appropriate to bring everybody there to his doorstep like that. Yes, Madam Mongo agrees, very good. Hmm? So we just pick a few friends. Hmm? That means that one sector, Priyanarmas, who I say, who are involved in his romantic life, with them we'll go. And where will they go? Hmm? We come to the middle now. Madhuna Kaleti Ati Manohara Pushpira Kanana Maje. As Krishna is going deeper into the forest, Mahaprabhu is going deeper into the forest. Hmm? Goes into a, a grove along the bank of the Ganga, surrounded on all four sides by tall Kadamba trees. And at the base of these trees, <coughs> there are so many thorns growing. So it seems very un unappealing. 
So the general people, they don't go there. Oh, that tree, the thorns over there. You can see the tall trees, kadam, nice kadamba tree, but at distance, but at the base there are thorns. If you get close, you can see something. General people won't go in there. Hmm? Mahaprabhu goes there with his associates. Hmm? What is that place in Krishna Leela that is, he's entering into the Radhakund, Shamakund Leela? This is a very special place. We just touched on this this morning. Very special place. In the Gaudiya Sampradaya, Radhakund, this is considered the supreme place. And the pastimes of Radhakund are the most elevated. And they are, were, have been revealed only by Gaudiya Sampradaya. In no other Krishna Sampradaya or lineage of, uh, that worships Krishna, not the Balava Sampradaya, not Nimbarka Sampradaya, any other Sampradaya, have the secrets of Radhakund come out. This is the contribution of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? And of course, Gaudiya Vaishnavism is quick to point out and fixated on the... Gaudiya Vaishnavism is the easy way to get Krishna. How is that? Because it, it approaches Krishna in terms of his weakness, his love for Radha. Hmm? By extolling the virtues of Radha, they get his attention very easily. So Radha-kun, that is the there, uh, uh, this is the place of Radha, the Kund. You know, the Kund was the Kund means lake. It was made for Radha. Krishna uh, had killed Aristasura, the bull. So Gopi said they would not go near him. Would not let our mistress Radha go near you. You're contaminated. You killed the bull. What can I do? Then how can I purify myself? You have to go and bathe in all the holy rivers. And then we consider you fit for our mistress. Krishna said, well, all right, I will bring them all here. Hmm? So, a little hole was dug and all the, all the rivers came. And it was uh, Shamkund. Hmm? And then Radhika wanted uh, a lake for herself. Hmm? And all the, with a bangle, a hole was made and the rivers poured into that lake. Hmm? More pure than Shamkund. So, centered around this lake in Krishna Leela, there are so many pastimes, and the Gaudiya Vaishnavas have discovered these things. You know, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu commissioned Rupa Sanatana Goswami to uncover the pastimes of Radha Govinda in Vrindavan, to reveal them. He gave him the power to do that. So, he went, Mahaprabhu went to Vrindavan, and when he went... Before Rupa Goswami went there, he went, he saw different places. Then he came to Prayag and he empowered Rupa and Sanatana to go back there and uncover them. But while he was there, he asked the people, where is Shamkund? Where is Radhakund? People had no idea what he was talking about. So he knew he was in the vicinity of Radha's place. So he asked, where are these lakes? Nobody knew. They said, there's this one old lake over here for Kali and another one here, small, little, just little ponds. Is that what you're talking about? Hmm. He went there. He said, oh, they had, they had, they weren't uh, approaching Krishna through Mahaprabhu. They could not understand Radhakund, Shamakund. He identified, this is Shamakund, this is Radhakund. So when the Goswamis went there, following his lead, 
then what you see there today has been a, a monument has been erected and uh, bathing areas and and so forth around Radhakund, Shamakund. It was a very special place for the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. There, the supremacy of Radha over Krishna, her power to conquer Krishna comes out in so many leelas. So many pastimes there of sports. They come into the, 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 the Sakas who come with Krishna, they will come up to Shamkund. And all around Shamkund, they have little groves that are theirs. But each one has dedicated one to, to a gopi, friend of Krishna. And from Shamakund, Krishna will go to Radhakund, and there will be Jalkeli, water sports, and flower game. They invent games. These are now games between with Radha and Krishna and, 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 and gopis, love games. Hmm? Water sporting and flower games and so many games. Wandering in the forest. And mostly Krishna, is def Krishna defeats everyone by the games, in the games. He, he, he wins. So gopis, then they make some complaint. Radha says, you know, the thing is, these are all power games. And he's a power tripper. He's got power. So he can win power games. Let us have a game that takes some, some, some brain. A brain. Some thinking power. Hmm? Women are more intelligent. <laughs> their conclusion. Hmm? He may be strong and powerful herding cows and uh, defeating the demons and so forth. Hmm? But we've got a brain, so let's come up with a game that takes a little intelligence. So then they have a game of dice and uh, so forth, and Radhika wins. And, hmm? and why is she there? You're not asked? How did she get into the forest? How could she be there in the middle of the daytime? All of this whole Vrindavan is working for the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. Even the apparent opposition hmm, is only to facilitate that. Hmm. So Radhika's mother-in-law, Jatila, she has the, the bright idea. She's very bright, of course. She has the very bright idea that her son, Radhika's so-called husband, that if the wife is very dedicated and worships the sun god, then the husband's life will flourish. So she's interested in her life's, her son's life flourishing, so she comes up with the idea that Radhika should go with, guarded by other trusted friends of Jatila, who are the, really the friends of Radha, <laughs> and uh, do puja for Surya. Surya is a sun god, brings good health. So bring good health to my son and his life will prosper. So an arrangement is made for them to go. Hmm? Bringing milk products on their head for the worship of Surya. Hmm? So af after, the, um, after the games are played, then the, the Surya Puja takes place. Radhika finally makes it to the, to, the, to the place where she's supposed to be to do the Surya Puja. And Jatila's there saying, wondering, where is she? She's supposed to come here. Where is she? Hmm? Meanwhile, she has just defeated Krishna in dice and stolen his flute. <laughs> Madhu Mongol is completely disraught that the gopis have won. Hmm? <laughs> and Krishna's flute is gone. He lost his Kastuba gem in a dice match. 
Hmm? <laughs> and Radhika is now wearing it around her neck. Hmm? And they're late. Gopis are late to go to uh, to do the Surya Puja. And Jatila is there wondering, what's going on? Has that black snake Krishna got after my daughter-in-law? Hmm? And then she comes with her friends. Hmm? And why are you late? Oh, uh, her genius friends make up uh, an excuse. We had to go and look for a Brahmin to do the puja. Hmm? We brought the sweets and everything, but we needed a, a Brahmin to do the puja. And th they're all busy, but one friend has found a very um, qualified Brahmin. He's not from the area. <laughs> He's from out of town. <laughs> Maybe in the Mathura district there, but he's very, very learned and very capable. And just now, here he's coming. So some arrangement had already been made. They knew they were going to be late. So with the help of Madhu Mangal and others, Priyanamas, uh, Sakas, then uh, arrangement is made. Krishna's dressed up like the, like the Brahmin, <laughs> wearing white, <laughs> all disguised. So. There they appear on the scene, and Jati says, Oh, very qualified Brahmin, very charming. <laughs> handsome, dark complexion, hmm? tall, dark, and handsome. Hmm? Hmm? Yes, I think, I think that w this is the kind of Brahmin that my daughter should have to do the, do the worship hmm? of the sun god for the sake of, 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 of my son. You please come every day here. Hmm? And in fact, indeed, worship this Brahmin. She, she suggests, you should worship this Brahman. Oh, so, uh, to, to her daughter. Hmm? Some arrangement is made, but Krishna's flute falls out of Radhika's dress. What's that? <laughs> her mother-in-law says. Krishna picks up the flute. He's got it back. So, I, I, this is from out of town. I can see this is a it's very special flute. Uh, I'll keep that with me. She suspects Krishna is able to talk her out of it. Hmm? As the Brahmin, it couldn't be his flute. No, I don't know. This this boy has defiled all the women in Braj, except for my daughter-in-law. She's the only paste one left. Hmm? Are you sure? It's all right. <laughs> this way, these kind of pastimes are performed hmm? daily, and Mahaprabhu was absorbed in these pastimes hmm? in the midday. So this is a very very special. Uh, place, Radhakund and these leelas, and Gaudiya Vaishnavas have brought this out. Mahaprabhu uh, empowered Rupa Goswami, and then what did he write? In his Upadesha Amrita, he wrote about the glories of Radhakund at the end. Hmm? This is hot, such a high place, he said, the most worshipable place for the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Hmm? And this is the reason, because the, 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 the position of Radhika is brought out in the leela more there than anywhere else. And this is the central focus of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. As I said, they take the... It's a difficult proposal to approach Krishna, hmm? to get his attention. But if we, if we become aware of the fact that someone else has got his full attention, and that's Radha, hmm? and if we pay attention to her, then his attention will come to us. This is the kind of the secret of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. When I was once in Vrindavan, one of the Radharaman Goswamis, um, Chaitanya Goswami, 
uh, I was talking with him and he, he, he told me how he had met with Prabhupada and um, when he was a young lad and, and Prabhupada, he had asked him a question. He said, I, I want to know uh, what uh, was his uh, faith because some Gaudiya Saraswat Sampradaya, they look a little different sometimes than other Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Hmm? Some, some difference sometimes. So he wanted to know, so he asked him uh, about um, um, something about Krishna consciousness. Uh, he asked him that, um, how can we get Krishna's attention? So I asked him, how can we, how is it possible we can get Krishna's attention? And he told me in a simple way, he said, in Prabhupada said uh, that, you, uh, that you have to worship Radha. So then I knew. Yes, he is the one. He has Gadar. He has a Gaudiya Vaishnav. Yes. This is the Gaudiya. Oh, nobody will say this but Gaudiya Vaishnav. Balab is also a Ragmark Sampradaya. Nimbarko also Ragmark Sampradaya. They won't, you won't get this information there. Hmm? So how close can they get? As close as in, in Balabha Sampradaya's Chandravali's group. Only in Swakya in Nimbarka Sampradaya. On the outer circle of the Braj. Hmm? Where Krishna seemed to be married to Radha. But the Kaparakiya, they never can taste that. So this is the special contribution of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Radhakund pastimes. These things were revealed originally by Rupa Goswami. Some, something there in Padma Purana, he's taken from there, he composed 11 verses from Rupa Goswami, empowered as he was by Mahaprabhu to do that. From those 11 verses, Krishna's Kaviraj made 2200 verses called Govinda Lilamrita. Later, Vishwanath Chakrabhikakur and his Krishna Bhavanamrita made a similar long, extensive explanation of all of these uh, daily leelas. But this is the longest. Hmm? And... Uh, uh, in one sense, most significant for the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. So, Mahabra was going there, into that forest, and the general people don't go. Hmm? This is only for, for Gaudiya Vaishnavas, and only for special Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Only gopis and special friends of Krishna can go in there. And to discourage everybody, then... Those kadamba trees on four sides of the grove covered with thorns. Hmm? These are love pastimes. Very sweet, very charming. But don't mistake them for ordinary pastimes. You have to pass through the thorns of renunciation. Hmm? Self-abnegation. Die to live. Hmm? You have to digest this completely. Hmm? Bitter pill it is to swallow. Sridharmarish used to like to say, die to live. And some of the devotees would say, jai. He said, you like that? You like that? He said, but it is not just poetry. Die means die to your ego. And then you can have real life. Hmm? He says, you like the poetry, but do you like to take the pill and actually kill your ego? Yeah. That we have to do, we have to digest that for any of these pastimes. But this lovely list, especially we like to uh, dis distinguish, because the whole world is moving for love, in, 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 in reflection of love for lust. 
and the two can be misconstrued to be one when they're not. They le- they're similar in, in, in one sense, but as different as night and day hmm? in the experience. One, lust of this world is, is only exploitation. Love is only exploitation. And there it is full giving, full self-sacrifice, self-forgetfulness. So some renunciation. So like on today, we have some renunciation. We don't eat, fasting, until moonrise. So you may feel some pain in your stomach. You may feel some weakness. Your mind may become a little agitated. Become a little, feel a little ornery. You have to think all the, what are those things? What is that? Tapa should bring, it means also knowledge. Tapa means penance. Austerity, and it also means knowledge. If you, if you undergo some physical austerity, how you deal with that? You have to think your way through it. If it's un- unavoidable, you have to think about it, philosophize about it, in order to to to, to deal with it. So, whereas. When we are fully involved sensually, we don't think. Hmm? The mind goes off then. Huh. I just do something unreasonable. Hmm? So the more that the physical senses are active in relation with the sense objects, the less thoughtful we'll be. You know, you have the, the sports players and, and whatnot. Hmm? They tend not to be as thoughtful sometimes. To say, oh, he's just an animal. Sometimes they use that phrase. Hmm. Or a girl says, that guy's just an animal. Hmm. When I was a kid in school, that was what they used to call certain physically really physical fellows. Hmm. Another guy in the library, you know, <laughs> it's a little different. So... <laughs> Uh, the more we are physically active for sense enjoyment, the less thoughtful we will be. And if we want to think deeply, then we have to go to a quiet place, sit peacefully. Hmm? It means we have to kind of shut off our senses a little bit. Hmm? So tapa is about doing that. Tapa means austerity. Hmm? And when we, we, we feel them pushing on us, we should identify that philosophically. We should identify, oh, yes, this, this is my body hmm? calling on me, but I'm refusing to follow it. I'm following something else. I'm following my soul's prospect now. Hmm? So rather than get ornery and grumpy hmm? and be agitated uh, by, by your hunger, you take this as reminders what I'm involved in. And the fact that going to Krishna means leaving behind this whole bodily affair hmm, as we know it. Leaving it behind. So at least you leave it a little bit behind for a few hours. Hmm. Isn't that you go through this day and fast and just become waiting for the feast, waiting for the feast. When is the feast? When is, not like that. Hmm? This is the feast. Hmm? <laughs> this is the feast of the soul. And when we simply think about sense gratification, we're starving the soul. The soul is fasting. How long will we let that go on? <laughs> let the body fast a little bit, the soul can live. Hmm? 
this is this is daily lila. This is a daily affair. This is this this. These are impetuses for us to to try to bring ourselves to the point of fully engaging ourselves constantly from one engagement to the next to the next in Krishna's service. A continuum, nishta, bhajan, without interruption, hmm? constant, to the point that inside, even if it's sleeping, you'll be dreaming about Krishna. So these days are helpless with that. Hmm? It's not some form of entertainment. We come out with entertaining and then go home and remain the same. We should change. Hmm? 